Podcast at the end of the end of history, Bunga Cast with myself Alex Hochili, Philip Cunliffe, and George Hor. Hello. Hi. I say the one and only. I believe that there must have been some people who used the phrase "the end of the end of history" before us. No, they didn't. We used it. We're the only mm, ones, and I'm, we I'm did sure reserve. We reserve copyright on every possible mention of it. In fact, we should ask. We should ask ChatGPT whether or not when it was used for the first time. Good. We will um, we'll put that in the to-do um, and discuss at the meeting tomorrow. In the meantime, though, I wanted to say that we're, at, at the very least, the only podcast, the only media or political intellectual project that is explicitly framed around the end of the end of history. But you can't help but notice, looking around over the past couple of months, years, that the phrase pops up. Uh, evermore. Even the contemporary thinker most associated with the end of history, which is, of course, Francis Fukuyama, recently said that this is the end of the end of history, before then rolling back in a different interview a couple of months later. He hasn't made his mind up. We certainly have. Uh, I have a Google alert set up on the end of the end of history. And over the past months, certainly over the past year, uh, I've been getting a lot more alerts the phrase is being used um, across a whole different range of um, topics and types of media. But the basic idea is that something that's just happened shows that it is the end of the end of history. And that is often related to the Ukraine war or to rising inflation or to COVID um, or to um, financial turbulence, various other things, and often a combination of these, um, what some people like to call the poly crisis. So anyway, we obviously have discussed the end of the end of history many points in time, but today we're going to discuss it in relation specifically to artificial intelligence and to technological change more broadly. Phil. Yeah. So this was stimulated by a um, blog post um, by Tyler Cowan, who um, blogs on Marginal World. And we've spoken a bit about Tyler Cowan before. Um, I've never really been uh, kind of a fan of the cult of Cowan. It's a very kind of his persona and his blog in itself, I think, is a very kind of idiosyncratic artifact of a particular kind, of a particular phase and kind of internet culture. But I'd be curious to know if um, if any listeners are fans of Tyler Cowen or if they read his blog regularly. Anyway, um, uh, some about a week ago or two weeks ago, in 27th of March, he posted this thing which talked about, what does he put it, the inevitable turn in human history. And in the post, he had two propositions which is that the era of safety for America is ending in line with the decline of America's um, global hegemony. And linked to that, we have on on the cusp of an era of tremendous technological transformation, nothing less than a technological revolution, which he is, you know, he finds the most, uh, 
dramatic, perhaps even hyperbolic ways to talk about comparing it, say, to the um, uh, Gutenberg, you know, the invention of the Gutenberg printing press or even fire. Um, the discovery of fire and both of those are kind of extreme perhaps comparisons i mean perhaps and it's worth talking through why they're extreme perhaps he can be indulged the kind of flourish or the excess because at the end of the day it's a short blog post not even an essay let alone a kind of more considered scholarly or rigorous piece of work anyway um what was interesting to my mind was the fact that he kind of even though he doesn't use the phrase the end of the end of history, so we can't claim any copyright on this one, he nonetheless makes the case essentially that for the last 30, 40 years, Americans have been living in a bubble, partly due to the extent of American hegemony. Um, and at the same time, the, the relative kind of economic and technological stasis and that those things are over now, both of them. And so it prompted to my mind the kind of question or the question that it raised in my mind was whether or not it was possible. I mean, you know, we've spoken a great deal on this pod about um, the end of the end of history as a global, as a kind of systemic phenomenon, a global phenomenon, a matter of uh, not only kind of unipolarity and bipolarity, but also the political party, political structures within countries throughout the world and how these things are interconnected. So he, meant, he talks about that, but what we haven't really spoken about is how far the end of the end of history or the end of history is linked to particular kinds of technological um, dynamics and whether or not perhaps the end of the end of history is being driven by technological transformation or might coincide with a technological revolution driven by AI. And so that essentially is the, um, you know, that essentially is the kind of thought is how far we can link technological revolution to the end of the end of history, um, or indeed to kind of, you know, how we link technological change and transformation, technological revolution to er earlier ruptures in history. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's a blog post at the end of the day, so you can't kind of, um, you know, uh, there's a limit to how much you can expect of it, I suppose. But um, there are two points, I think, which are worth kind of engaging with seriously from it. The first is that he kind of, um, that is Tyler Cowan, he kind of sweeps away all the commentary ranging from skeptical to positive about what the, you know, or um, pessimistic, you know, that AI poses an existential threat to the most kind of positive. He sweeps it all away and says it is each of these scenarios is just as kind of um, remote as the other. Hey there, you've reached the end of a short excerpt from an episode that's been released only to our patrons. If you'd like to join us and gain access to around two Patreon-exclusive episodes a month, please go to patreon.com slash We'd love to have you.